0: Guy in Grand Theft Auto Online is probably what I would look like if I were gay. What?
1: Tell me, tell me where you landed here. What does he look like?
0: Hey, he looks he looks kind of-ish like me. I think. You know, I guess his face is a little rounder than mine. He's able to grow facial hair, which I can't do. Uh, and uh, he has a fox hop, which I've always wanted, but I've been
1: wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again.
0: Uh, 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 a fox I It's faux hop. Have we started have we started recording yet because you've already we've already fucked it up so I mean thats
1: that oh actually, we're recording
0: the Fohawk is actually the official uh, haircut of Utah Well I mean I feel like I have a guy here who looks Yeah, you know, he probably needs to do a little bit, a few more drugs in his life he's like a stronger chin and then he' would be me
1: you guys want to know what else people like about our website
2: let's see what do we got here
1: hands hands sex.
2: I like well, soon soon we'll be turning up for Foxhawk. oh
1: uh, yeah, yeah, Foxhawk. Fox <laughs> Definitely. Oh. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: <Bullhawk. laughs> See, I knew I knew I knew <laughs> I don't know how I fucked that up. I'm like <laughs>
2: Hey everybody. This is the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode seven. It is seven, right?
1: Uh yeah. well it's yeah, well... it's kind of seven. Spiritual Seven. successor. Oh, right.
2: <laughs> if you're listening Seven to this ish. right now, you'll notice that the podcast is late, and there's a reason for that. And I don't know how in depth we want to go into the why for that, and and pointing fingers. Well, I I can probably
1: sum it up pretty easily. So shortly after uh, finishing the best podcast that we ever created, it really was the best, hands down. The three of the four of us decided. However many of us there are, us. Decided yes. that this podcast was too good, too succulent <laughs> for human ears. Yeah, so it's really your fault. So, right. so we all turned our keys that we each have in our respective homes, and Jason slapped a big red button, and uh, and we we purged it with fire. Yeah, <laughs> and now oh. rising
2: like the phoenix is podcast episode. 7 right ba- seven. basically what happened to se- episode 7 version 1 was it became like it became like the mother alien in the alien's movies and yeah. we just had to like go into its egg layer and it was all sticky and like sweaty in there and we just had to like go in with flamethrowers and we just had to kill it because it had grown out of control right that's be what done. that's my recollection <laughs> <laughs> the rest is very that, fuzzy definitely
0: something along those lines yeah
1: <laughs> I think I watched a movie about a porno, now not a porno, but I watched a movie about a porno that was so good that no one who watched it could stop watching it. They would just start it over again when it when it finished right. and, and they'd get stuck into loops and so for the good of society
2: and humanity,
4: they destroyed it. We want to make it big, but we don't want to make it big that way
2: yeah sure. this is we didn't want to become like. Dr. Frankenstein, where our monster tries to kill us. <laughs> that seemed to be the route we were going to.
3: <laughs>
2: I wonder who's buying this right now. Oh, all, all ten of them. Yeah. They all believe it. I'm sold. We're all sold on it. We we brainwashed ourselves into believing it. So, <laughs> exactly. So today's topic on Episode 7, Version 2... First off, we're going to launch into our most hated games because we all hate a lot of games. Us more than most people because we hate a lot of things. It's really not just games. You right. see,
1: I think what happened is we we created this podcast and, and you'll never hear it because it's gone, but it was very cheerful and happy and <laughs> uh, it's full, full of life. Yeah. And, all our uh, love
4: and humanity and positive emotions.
1: Now that we got all that out, we can really <laughs> sink into the into the depths. Yeah,
2: it was pretty bad. I, I used the word zesty like at least four times.
1: That's how I would describe that podcast. It was a zesty podcast. Yeah, it
2: was nothing as zesty's podcast. Yeah, and that was the last mistake we'll ever make. <laughs> that that was the tipping point, I think, where it got too good. <laughs> Everyone's so confused right now. Yeah,
1: inside jokes, everybody. Whoa. Who.
3: <laughs>
4: Who knows their their worst game? I don't... Do all do right. Uh, first don't... thing that came to mind for
2: me was Fable. Oh, you didn't oh. like Fable? Okay, well... No, then, I hated it. Yeah. I'm sure some... I don't, I don't really care about Fable one way or the other, but I'm sure somebody here probably likes it, so please continue so we can have a I, fight. I'm sure there is someone, and part of this is my fault because, you know, I
4: bought into all of the promises, and, you know, I can't remember how long it was supposed to be in the making, you know, one or two years, but... They had all these great ideas and it sounded like it was going to be this big epic story. And then you get the game and it just, it sucks so bad. You
2: were Molinude, basically. Mm-hmm.
4: You're totally. Right. I mean, it, it sounded like it was going to be a very serious, epic, exciting adventure, but instead you're basically just a kid who communicates to people by farting.
3: <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. the game.
0: The end. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean I remember not being a huge fan of Fable, honestly. Well, okay, I played I played Fable The Lost Chapters on PC, which was like, I don't remember if Lost Chapters was DLC and then they made it they basically included it for the PC version or if it was PC only stuff. I don't remember. And I also I think it I think it might have been pre-DLC
1: era, like before we even really did that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm 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 pretty sure all the extra content on that was PC exclusive. Wasn't the original Fable on it was on Xbox. It was on Xbox One. Yeah. Well. Oh shit! I Xbox One. It was on Xbox On Xbox first. Hi. We're we're Xbox. communicating to you from the future
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just barely re-released it on Xbox One. It's great.
4: Yeah. Don't uh, play Space Fable. It's awful.
2: I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was very generic, though. And uh, I thought, I mean, the good and evil sliders are always very binary. It seems like. You never really want to be stuck being the neutral guy. So you just choose, well, I'm going to either be really, really good or I'm going to be really, really evil. Then the choices of even like equipment didn't seem to be very good choices either because there was like the best of everything. So there's like the best sword, the best bow. And then I think there was magic, but I don't even remember. Yeah. And I mean, part of it was that,
4: you know, I bought into the hype, which is a mistake that I no longer make because of this game, but it really just. I got it, and I was immediately disappointed, but I had it anyway, so I tried to play it, and you know tried to get into it and it just it doesn't play well. You talk to people by belching at them and then they they clap and laugh, and it's just it's just terrible, so just, it depresses you, me to talk about it. Did you play any
1: of the other ones, or did you just
4: give up after the first one? I actually did end up playing Fable Two, which is still not good, but it was an improvement I mean. Instead of the generic fantasy setting, it was like a Dickensian, you know, orphans and factories type thing. But it feels like it's got a good idea that it doesn't want to build upon any of those good aspects. It just wants to be generic and boring and bland. And
2: It's like Peter Molyneux has a big vision for what he wants his games to be. And then he mm-hmm. has people working on the actual design end of it who maybe... Either can't or don't have the time to fill out what he wanted
4: and definitely looking back, what he promised for fable was pretty unreasonable i mean if i had if I had been smarter, I would have known not to get my hopes up but
1: <laughs> see and I remember um you know like the classic the the acorn where you you'll plant it, and years later you'll come back and a, a tree will be there <laughs> i'm I'm trying to think of what other promises he failed to deliver on i actually I really like i I, this is where we begin. I I really like uh, Fable two, and, and believe it or not, I actually thought Fable three was pretty good, despite some just weird stuff that was in it. Really? Yeah, I I liked them both, but I understand why somebody else might not. I think I just like kind of the almost more than anything, I just like the world that was created for it a little bit more. Like every everybody's kind of like a a bit more cheerful than most games, and uh, everyone sounds like chimney sweeps. Good, good, good day, Governor. Are you gonna fart at me? You're right ahead. So, in other words, it's like Mary Poppins the game. It really is. It really is like Mary Poppins the fantasy RPG.
4: Well, it's kind of like you. You know, everybody has that friend who just communicates via Monty Python references, and that's kind of what this game is. And I, I will agree, Fable Two was better. I mean, it. I still didn't enjoy it, but it was a more refined, more entertaining version of just the massive pile of shit that was Fable. I think the the problem is just that there's not really a lot to it.
1: Like, there's, you know, the combat system's really simple. There's not really mm. any decisions or choices to make. Like, yeah, you can choose to be evil, but I, it doesn't really get you anything or, or change that much about how the game actually works. Well,
2: it's not very, um... What they define to be evil isn't really evil. It's, like, naughty... So, you're evil, but you're still allowed to walk into town and buy stuff, which is weird. Right. Cause we- well, I don't know. In Fable 2, I did, I mean, I got evil by marrying women
4: and then sacrificing them to my devil god, so. That's actually one <laughs> that of my favorite parts of-, of Fable 2 is
1: <laughs> is uh, giving giving people to the cult, which, yeah, uh, exactly. which I found out is actually something that you can do in Grand Theft Auto as well. And it's
0: something you can do in Grand Theft Auto as well, and it's a good way to make money.
1: <laughs> it
3: makes me um.
0: laugh. I guess I just really get off on giving people to cults.
3: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I, d- I did something similar in The Sims 3. You can't officially give anyone to a cult in The Sims 3, but what you can do is you can put in a series of console commands or whatever to drag people into your family and then age them until the okay. Grim Reaper comes. And that's my Sims 3 experience. <laughs> I think that's a sort little of relevant to this conversation, but it's kind of like sacrificing to a cult.
2: Well,
3: and a little I found that. A little bit.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've all done, or at least I've done the thing where you just decide to, you want to see how long it takes before the fireplace catches your wooden house on fire. So you put a <laughs> fireplace in a room that's like three by three and a chair in the middle of it. You sit your Sim down and like, well, why don't you just look at the fire for a little while? Isn't I, it beautiful? Oh God, it's all on fire. I, I will almost always
1: after playing that game long enough, like there's there's gotta be some kind of universal law that at some point I will create a four by four room with four <laughs> fireplaces and nothing but <laughs> bearskin
0: rugs. <laughs> right. You know what was a lot of fun that we should actually do for um enemy slime? I remember back in the day I was on some warm video game community website and we did a version of Big Brother using the Sims. And it, we basically made all of us. We put them in this house. And, you know, we followed it for a few weeks and decided who would be exited from the house. And we eventually all got bored and set ourselves on fire.
1: <laughs> now, did you, did you control the Sims here? Or did you just let them kind of do their thing and just see let what them, happens?
0: We let them kind of do their thing, you know,
1: just to see how it would play out. Because I did that once, just kind of like saw what happened. And yeah. my, my couple that I created had twins and then they both died. It was so <laughs> stressful. <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway, it's really aren't very good at managing their own lives. It, it, no, it doesn't help oh, that yeah. they
2: have a very I, strict timetable to work with. Because if you notice, if you count it out, it takes them like twenty minutes to take a piss. <laughs> so yeah, well, I remember on the
4: original Sims, my sister and I shared a computer, and she had her family, I had my family, and it was you know the original Sims, no patches or anything. But her family would come over to my yard. And I'd tell them to go away, but they would just stand there, hang out, and eventually they would just die on my lawn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is you get charged with the murder.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I would Seems always
1: I, I actually had a similar experience where when the very first like Sims came out, I would I would be sharing uh computers with my with my sister and I'd log into the Sims and and if she she usually would have a character, she always just made herself and then, like, her neighbor would be her friend uh, and, you know, the, just basically like a neighborhood full of five girls. Um, <laughs> and I'd always log in and make them all lesbians <laughs> with each other. Right. That's what The Sins is about. That's honestly. really what it's for. Yeah. And she'd log in and get all angry because <laughs> her friend would come over and all of a sudden they just start making out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you liked it last night. I don't know why you don't like it now. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. All right. Well. Jay, do you have your most hated, or? Uh, see, I'm, I'm trying I, to think about it.
0: Um, I think I do. You have your most hated?
1: Based off what, what Michael gave, because I, when, when I originally thought most hated, I didn't really think about it personally, like on a personal yeah. level. Yeah. I just thought most hated, like, the worst game I ever played. But that's that's not the same thing, right? No, it's not the, the same thing. No. The game I hate the most is not the game the worst game I've ever played. Right. The game that I actively hate the most is without a doubt Battletoads.
2: Battletoads. oh
1: now we're yeah. going to have an argument. And it's Battletoads because it has perhaps what I think for the NES era is one of the most fun first levels ev- mm-hmm. ev- that I've <laughs> ever played. Like, I love that game. It's a great beat-em-up. I love picking up the pipe. It's really satisfying to whack people with it. Um, right. The co-op's great. The first, even the first boss is really good. Picking up the the uh, the rocks and throwing them at him. Yeah. All that's good. And then the game sends you down a pit, which is kind of hard. And then it gives you
2: bicycles to ride. <laughs> oh, okay. I. Um... And then you never get to play any more of the game. Yeah. We we know <laughs> what. Yeah. Okay. I figured this is what your problem was going to be. Was when you get into the chasm and you have to do that race and jump over the the barriers. The barriers that are going impossibly fast, and you have like a half a second to react to them, which is worse co-op because now you have to rely on the other player to be just as good as you are. Um, right. And so to this day, I have never seen the level after
1: that aside aside from on you- YouTube. I watched it. Okay, on YouTube. I was going to say there's YouTube. Right, now. Okay, I'm
2: going to say it, it's a lot of Nintendo games require that you sit there for hours maybe not hours but for a very long time doing the same thing over and over until you're you become good enough to beat it and i don't feel like that race is necessarily too different it's definitely one of the hardest things but once you get past it there's another good wealth of levels that are really good and aren't uh as explosively uh i will say so
1: like <laughs> like come back right. come back in time with me here and you're a eight-year-old kid and this and this is like this is your lucky day, you know. You, it's it's Christmas, and you and you wasted your fucking Christmas <laughs> on a game where you can only play three levels. Well, like, you, you can only you, play you three now have levels. to wait clear until like if you're like me, you have to wait all the way to birthday
2: before you get a chance to remedy this. <laughs> there's there's only one level that's harder than that in my well. There's two parts that are harder than that, in my opinion. I don't know if you ever looked on YouTube at, I think it's called the Clinger Winger. It is this thing where you, it's another vehicle riding section. You're riding on the back of like this big one wheel motorcycle. I think I have seen that. Right. And you, and you're actually, you're driving along like this just crazy side scrolling track that is going in every single possible direction, and you have to be pressing in the direction that you're going. Otherwise, you lose speed. You're by the time you're done with this, I think my thumb was almost bleeding by the time I had actually finished it. Wow. And even between between all the losses I was suffering, I had to like I'd go up in front of a fan and just like let let him let the fan cool down my fingers for a while so I could get back to it. And uh, the worst part about that is if you slow down too much, which I mean, that is a long fucking level. It's, it's probably like 10 straight minutes of racing and all the while you're being chased by this big glowing ball. So if you slow down too much, it just knocks you right out and you have to start all over again. And I, you're right.
4: That does sound like fun.
2: Yes, it's very fun. (laughs) And I had to do that at least like 50 times before I could beat it. And that was, that was probably the most horrifying part of the game. Then there's another one where you're racing a rat and you're trying to like go. You're trying to race him down through like this pit, but there's all these there's all these platforms, and there's only holes in very small areas of each platform as you're going down, so you have to make sure you don't like run over the holes or anything like that, otherwise he'll catch up to you and, and fuck you, and then you have to start over again there Those are the only few instances where battle toads is bad so
1: that's the best part I guess is I would have gotten past the part I was stuck at. And then just gotten stuck again later.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you would have seen the cool levels, like the one where you're riding all the snakes that wind around and you have to climb them up to the top. All these, like, giant mechanical snakes.
1: See, oh, you're just yeah. making me hate this game more. Because, <laughs> like, now I wish I would have seen all this shit. Especially, it's not going to impress me now, but as, right, like, right. as like a, a little kid, it would have. But too late for that.
3: <laughs>
2: Oh god, fuck that game. You might still be impressed. I I don't know too many platformers especially these days that bother with the old climbing snakes mechanic while it's crawling <laughs> thing. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't sound like something I've played lately. Right. Uh, Certainly wasn't the puppeteer. I, yeah, I don't
1: <laughs> pu- uh puppeteer did have a snake um <laughs> that you ran around on
2: and he was moving through the desert. <laughs> so Michael brought brought us back to the uh the question of, are we talking about games that are just bad, like big rigs, like that just don't work, or are we talking about games that we actually actively hate? And right, then You right. brought us back to the NES era, so now <laughs> I know what game I hate the most, taking like, these, okay. these two things into consideration. um, I wasted a great deal of my childhood trying to play the Simpsons platformers. <laughs> Oh, I Bart, Bart versus the Space okay. Mutants and Bart versus the oh. World. See, this is this is where we start to disagree now
0: because now I actually really like the Simpsons platformers, but go ahead.
2: I, I liked them in theory. The jumping mechanics were so assholish. I I couldn't deal <laughs> with it. Uh what is it? Isn't aren't the jump button isn't the jump button like B or something? Instead of yeah, A. Yeah, the jump
0: button was something it was something it was something
2: weird. Yeah. And uh and every time you you jump it's way too easy to like slide off and they always want you to jump on things that are maybe like a half an inch wide <laughs> and they'll have you do that like they'll have you jump on these things that are half an inch wide for like 10 minutes up this huge thing and then you'll fall inevitably and you'll just completely rage i'm i'm totally with you there the
4: especially the nes simpsons games were bullshit
2: <laughs> and The only reason I even bring those up is because the one part that I hate more than anything is the part where, yeah, it would have been Bart versus the world. Uh, The very last level, uh, you're going through Hollywood, which is a lot of, like, spooky stuff. So it's, like, coffins and things grabbing you. Oh, yeah. And going through all these different teleporters that lead you to nowhere. So you have to, like, figure out which teleporters are the right one. But then at the very end, before you get to the very last boss, you have to go uh, in, like, a zigzag pattern going up, climbing, like, these castle walls while these skeletons come out of, the like, windows and chuck <laughs> shit at you. And keep in mind, you're still trying to jump on, like, these tiny half-inch blocks while you're having shit chucked <laughs> at you, and that also lasts, like, fucking 15 minutes. That's too hardcore for my for my taste.
0: tastes. So- I mean, now that you mention it, I don't think I ever actually beat any of these Simpsons games, <laughs> um, right. right? I would always, like, like what was the one where he would always wake up from a nightmare or something, and then you would get, like, an F on your report card. Bart's and, Nightmare. Yeah, that was Bart's Nightmare, and I was like, you know, that's, that's not nice. And I was always trying to get my grade up. I could never, I could never quite figure it out. Um, but I think I just liked seeing all the weird shit that the game would throw at you. Yeah. Uh see, like the stuff you're describing was like just kind of weird and out there. And you know, it was, I'm like I'm like I'm like Jared in that, you know, if I saw that stuff today, yeah, I wouldn't be impressed. But at the time that was like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
3: yeah.
1: So if if you can't tell from my silence, I haven't played a lot of the Simpsons <clears throat> games. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I I played the old uh like TMNT off, the, the beat-em-up arcade. Simpsons game. I used to love where, that actually. Where like Marge hits people with a vacuum and uh I don't remember most of the rest. But I played that one and then on the Sega Genesis I had uh Virtual Bart. <laughs> yeah. That one was good. <laughs> and I actually thought Virtual Bart was pretty good. Like it had like a road rash ripoff and it had this game where you had to throw tomatoes at people on school picture day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's but so even though I guess I'm the only one here that really loved the old Simpsons games as much as i like them i never liked. you know i never not not, sorry i never played the one that was fairly recent ish i don't want to say recent um
1: that was actually that did pretty well i think are you talking Uh, about the mobile one like tapped out or are you thinking of hit and run the gta i think i'm thinking hit and run yeah it was it was like a gta knockoff but it was in springfield (laughs) yeah I missed it, but in retrospect, people really like it. Like, I see a, a post all the time about that on, like, Reddit or something where people will be like, hey, anybody remember this game? And uh, there's a big splooge fest over it.
4: <laughs> I actually played quite a bit of it, and it's, I mean, it's not amazing. It is just a GTA clone, but if you live with so many bad knockoff, you know, cashing games like that, it's really probably one of the best. <laughs>
0: So, you see, now I'm going to have to try and play this one somehow. And speaking of GTA and missing things, uh, are very, very important. Very, very important. And then we'll go back to the topic at hand. Nice segue. But, but it's, well, because I didn't, it's, I have a lot to say on the bad game. So we can so, come back to the. Well, let me just yeah. ask you, like, is yeah.
1: do you have a most hated game or do you think. I do, that... I
0: do have a most hated game. Okay. As you, as you all were talking but, but you can and, talk
1: you can talk about GTA Online first. No,
0: see, well, I wasn't going to talk about it. I just wanted to make GTA sure they were the yet. same. I was I was just gonna I was just gonna. Say, <laughs> <laughs> it's it it did its damnedest, but it's not close to um my most hated game. I so listening to you guys talk, right? I was thinking I definitely thought my most hated game was somewhere in the realm of swear. It's like growing up, mm-hmm. I loved you know you know like like Chrono Trigger was one of the first RPGs I ever played. I absolutely loved it. You know, Final Fantasy VI, I sat down with it. I had no clue what was going on, but I was determined to figure it out, you know. And then I just watched the progression of the series as it got worse and worse and worse. Uh, but not only that, but there are other games as well. It's like Parasite Eid. I like that one. Xenogears, I love that one. Uh, they got rid of the Xenogears franchise. Parasite Eid got worse as it went on. So I was pretty sure my most hated game was in the realm of Square until, until, I remember our conversations from earlier today we were talking about that new game by uh what's its face uh the Quantic Dreams guy uh Beyond Two Souls oh yeah yeah and yeah. then we started talking about uh Heavy Rain which I which I admitted I was not a fan of and you know that landed me exactly at what my most hated game is I have. and that would be Indigo Prophecy okay oh really <laughs> yes yes Indigo Prophecy um i i really really kind of hated the shit out of that game like i start because there's the thing when i started it out it was the most awesome thing in the world it's like here i am i'm a dude i don't have any memories and here i am hiding my own murder that i just did and then i switched to these cops and it's like oh man i'm investigating this murder that this other guy did it's like what's gonna happen this is so exciting Uh, and (laughs) i I know
2: i know what you hate now
0: i know exactly (laughs) Right, and I go on, and the story just gets, like, dumber and dumber and dumber. It's like Mayans, and then there's these Matrix (laughs) inspect alien bugs. Suddenly everything's
2: digital, and there's bugs, and there's Kung Fu, and I I have no idea what happened at the end. I still don't know. (laughs) I have no idea what happened at the end.
0: You know, this guy goes from a normal dude who can barely... Kind of feed and clothe themselves to being fucking Neil from the nat- matrix i'm like what the fuck is happening with this game literally and like literally <laughs> literally what's happening with this game and the mechanics are no better i was playing it and and i started out on normal and my friend was like you should not have started the game on normal it's not worth it right and i get some simon says section i hadn't seen in the game before it's like a new gameplay mechanic and i'm like failing this Simon says section every time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this game on easy just so I can get through the rest of it. And every it was like just so all over the place and fucked up. And I'm like, this I I can't stand this game. <laughs> that's that's without a doubt my most hated game.
1: So so I played Indigo Prophecy. Um <laughs> okay. and, and my first problem with it was I played it on PC and I, at the time I didn't have a controller or anything. And I think it's a good example of a game that really uh Kind of loses something in translation if you don't have a controller for it. I disagree, but continue. I'm, I'm sure, but you would disagree if I said that for any game, <laughs> almost any game, almost. because because keyboard is superior for all. Uh, yes, yes. But I I personally don't don't feel so. Uh, but either way, regardless. So I was already kind of frustrated playing it, and I remember I got to this part where um, I don't know how far into the game this is. I have no concept of time because it was long enough ago since I played it, but. Uh, I got to this part where you rescue somebody from, like, an icy pond. Yeah. And after you rescue them, a policeman starts to walk towards you and, and, like, notices you. Right. And I don't know if I'm just stupid or if the game was glitched out, but I could not rescue this person and then not get caught by the policeman. I just I just couldn't pull it off. And so I tried it, like, five times and kept getting caught and couldn't run away in time. And then I just quit playing and never played again. But, so <laughs> So I didn't know... About any of the crazy shit that goes on. You, huh. You're, lucky.
0: <laughs> you're
2: I, lucky. I remember enough about the game to remember that you're supposed to be able to go and save the kid without fucking anything up. It, in fact, I think it sort of awards you brownie points. Like, you, you're willing to give up your identity to sort of save a kid. And I think the cop is like... I think the cop is like, oh, I think that was that guy. But, oh, look, you saved well, I mean,
0: the kid. I definitely got past that section because I got to the end of the game and... I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen a story I felt got progressively worse as I watched it. Like, if, if I watch something and it's kind of a bad story, it's kind of a bad story. If it's a good story and then it starts to get bad, it ends up being a mediocre story. This just got like progressively worse at every turn. Well, so I, I remember watching the ending later, um, a,
1: after, after going and like searching for like the, um, the British nude scenes when, when the game was called Fahrenheit. <laughs> right. Um, but I remember watching the ending on youtube and being like what the hell is this (laughs) like it didn't even seem like the same
2: game that i had been playing yes let me explain it to you you'll you're just gonna love this so so as you know it starts out as like a murder mystery where you play both sides which is awesome yeah and as the game progresses it's like i I don't even remember how it started or when it started but eventually (laughs) it's like the world starts turning digital or something Right. The, the world starts digitizing and then you start getting Neo powers and you're like, <laughs> you're fuck, you're literally fucking flying and fighting like these digital monsters who come out of some other dimension. What, what the fuck? But see, that's, the that's, the,
3: <laughs> yeah, but
0: that's the thing. It kind of came out of nowhere. At one second, you're kind of like dodging the cops and cleaning up evidence. And then you're like literally Neo in the Matrix part three. Just on the turn of a dime. There's no real explanation for it. It's like shit. The cops finally caught up with me, so I'm gonna go ahead and jump like 100 feet into the air, you know, and fly around and dodge bullets. And I'm like, where the fuck did this guy get these powers? This is like totally unexplained. And before, the, like, there were a few supernatural elements, but it seemed like it seemed like they were going to explain it as, oh, this guy has mental problems. He's hallucinating. I was like, nope, he's really. The superhero that's fighting some kind of strange war between the Mayans and the digital bugs, who are also
2: aliens, by the way. I I found the game much more interesting when it was just a fucking murder mystery. Like, I'm like, (laughs) okay, this is great. Like, I'm playing as the murderer trying to hide up, trying to cover up my er, my murder, and then at the same time, I'm trying to play as the police and actually trying to find the murderer at the same time.
4: Well, I'm I'm glad you gave me a heads up here, because I've... I had heard of this title, but really didn't know anything about it. So when you brought it up, I looked it up on YouTube and just going through the overview, it sounds like it's a pretty cool game. So don't do it. I would have been really disappointed if I had bought into that. Yeah.
2: Don't, don't do it, man.
0: And let, let right. me just remind Thanks. you of one other, one other part that happened. Uh, I, you, if you remember the two cops, one's a woman. I know claustrophobia is a big thing because there was a whole gameplay section about her claustrophobia or, yeah. or something like that. And then, you know, you remember she had um, this other detective, the black cop. Yeah. And I feel like the black cop was literally there just to be black <laughs> because his <laughs> only, only big part of the game is you play a basketball game with him early on in the game. And then I remember out, that. And then halfway through the game, he's like, well, I'm out of here. I'm leaving the storyline. See you around. And that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what better way to
0: exit that story?
1: Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to no, go no, get no. some chicken now. In the scope of in the scope of the game, if you really think about this, for for this guy to be like to come in and play some hoops and then be like later, shorty, and and then the game just goes downhill and just dies out. Like how lucky for him, he got out while the getting was good. Yeah, right. right. He's like, hey, this game's pretty
2: good, isn't it? I'm going to see myself out. <laughs> I don't really think the quick time events did it any favors. I, I would have liked yeah. it more if it was just a maybe just like a regular adventure game because I think the premise at the start was good enough to make it unique.
0: Yeah, it definitely was going to make it unique and I the, I just don't know what happened with that game.
2: I think the quick time
1: events got better as we approached Heavy Rain. Um and and the reason why I say that is because they looked like even just by the way they looked with the controls like that game felt like Dance Dance Revolution uh, when you <laughs> when you played it like even though you're like doing kung yeah. fu and running away from ghosts and stuff uh, <laughs> it still felt like DDR Ghost
4: DDR <laughs> yeah. But but uh, no, maybe I'm the minority but I like games with quick time events well then get the <laughs> fuck out of here
3: <laughs> no
1: no no I I can I can see that like. If they're in service to the game, I think that's okay. Like Heavy Rain is, um, th- despite some pretty huge problems, uh, it's still a, a pretty good game. But oh, I yeah. don't know that it would have worked if it was like an action game, or even if it was just a straight adventure game. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a scene in Heavy Rain where you're where you're kidnapped in a basement. Uh, if you're stupid like me, and and <laughs> drink some suspicious beverages. <laughs> <laughs> then you wind up in this basement and this guy is basically coming down to torture you and escaping is almost entirely a quick time event while this guy is distracted by like missionaries at the door or something. <laughs> and it's it's super intense. Like it's it's one of the most tense parts that I can think of playing in a game for a while, um, especially because, you know, if you're playing this, that there's there's no saving. You're just forced to like live with whatever happens in the game. And so like right. if she dies, she's really going to stay dead and it's one of the only games I've played where they really pulled that off. Where like, if somebody died, I didn't want to just turn it off and start over because I was worried I'd corrupt my save or something like that. Um, Have you ever gone back and tried to just get everybody killed in that game? No, because this is <laughs> if 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 I was to talk about one of Heavy Rain's biggest problems, the first one is that uh, it has just some of the slowest, worst opening. In, like if you played that game and you didn't make it past hour two, I can't really blame you. Like
4: I wouldn't. All right, fair enough. <laughs> now, see, I thought the opening was good. I really bought into it,
0: but I just just something I, about. I can see why people wouldn't want to. I, I I think of it. I think of her talking about over overrated. Then this gets pretty damn close for me. Um, <laughs> I like it's not. even It wasn't even the opening. The opening was kind of. Uh, the opening was definitely different. And I and the boys acting—they're not doing any favors. Jason, <laughs> Jason, um, yes. But <laughs> but um, I guess as you play more of the game, it starts to feel a little bit more natural. But starting out, everything felt kind of just so kind of unnecessary and and anal and all that kind of stuff. And and people when people talk about the game, they're like, "Oh, it's so realistic." And I'm like, "I don't know about you, but it doesn't take me." three fucking steps just to brush my teeth in the morning. It's like an automated thing. I decide <laughs> so, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to brush my teeth. That's it. I don't have to stretch my hand out, fuck it up, pull like, my hand back. It's like, oh, I got
2: to think about this. Stroke to the <laughs> left. Stroke to the Stroke right. To the left.
0: Exactly. Exactly. It annoyed me so much. And, you know, the game went on and it stopped doing it as much, but the controls are just a little too much for me. Plus I was coming off, you know, I didn't play Indigo Prophecy, for years before I played Heavy Rain. I was like, that, that happened way earlier. But I didn't fucking forget who made Indigo Prophecies.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pull the wool over your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they weren't going to put egg on your face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, for the, for the record, I I thought it was pretty good. I, my biggest problems with that game mostly just stem from plot stuff, like some really conveniently placed writing and, and things that don't make any sense. And I'm usually pretty forgiving of plot holes in media cuz I'm smart enough most of the time to like figure out, "Oh, well, I guess this could have happened and then it works." And then I'm just satisfied with myself. Um but this game doesn't have that at all. Like you get to the end and you're like, "Well, this could have happened." Nope, nope, doesn't work. Uh well, I guess maybe this. Nope, that also doesn't work.
4: Like it's just, there was it, some intentional deception on the part of the story that I felt was kind of it didn't even need to be in there. It's just a red herring to i I know what you're talking about though it kind of makes you mad it's it's almost um i th- this game's old enough like I don't have a
1: problem spoiling it at this point All right. but the uh where where uh, Ethan wakes up like out in the rain with an origami paper in mm-hmm. his in his hand uh, why would that happen ever <laughs> were you not the origami killer
4: yeah they never do explain where he's going and halfway through the story it just that's no longer an issue it's like uh my my brain problems are cured
2: yeah let's talk about some uh overrated games i don't know uh if anybody has one in mind yet
4: yeah i've got one and all Lay right i think me. this will probably make people pretty mad but i stand by it let's have a fight the whole smash Brothers series is totally oh, overrated oh time
0: dear. to fight <laughs> i'm, a- I'm actually with you on the last one i don't know about the whole series but oh, go ahead I- I'm, <laughs> I'm not even saying they're not fun
4: they're enjoyable but for about 10 minutes <laughs> and then i'm done yeah i think uh i think brawl is probably me. the the most fun from yeah, a single
1: player I, experience i think too like there's there's a lot to do in that game the uh the subspace emissary or whatever it's called despite being kind of dumb um it gives you a lot to do like uh team combat or what are they called the the uh nether realm studios there we go oh, Nether Realm. let me right. start over oh. so so, so nether realm they they when they make like Mortal Kombat Nine or Injustice, they're now including like these big, nice, uh, beefy story modes and like all these challenge modes. And there's all this stuff to do. Whereas normally in a fighting game, there's kind of nothing to do. Like you just get the characters. Yeah. Um, and, and what even bugs me more than that is fighting games that don't have unlockable characters. Because for me as a single player, it doesn't really feel like there's much to play towards. Like I don't really give a shit about arcade mode stories but this this story mode that you get to watch with the subspace emissary i think is actually really good and uh i'm disappointed actually because they they said that they were removing that feature from the wii u smash brothers
0: they're removing it for a really dumb reason now first of all i did not like subspace emissary i thought it was like uh that was a super dumb story and i thought it was (laughs) super dumb because uh you know it's like smash brothers and it took itself way too seriously for what it was. Um, and I just didn't feel like the gameplay was good. Like, a single-player mode in that just wasn't fun to me. It felt like a chore I was doing so I could unlock characters faster. You know, none of the characters were surprised. They had released all of them before the thing. So it's not like, oh, man, I got to the end of Soad Space Emissary, and there's Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like, oh, about time, there's so Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, but the reason they're removing it I uh, just you know, I d di- I didn't like the mode, but the reason for removing it is pretty stupid, if you ask me. And that's because they felt like the game was spoiled when people posted it on YouTube. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what he felt like I think it was spoiling.
1: <laughs> I think it's being removed for other reasons and and he's probably just listing that as perhaps one of I them. I think I
0: think I think he's listing it as one of them, but I also think that um You know, it's really kind of uh, not nice to blame the players like that. Like, oh, it's your fault that this is disappearing, especially in a day and age in social media where you basically can't control that shit anymore. And it's not like your story was Oscar award-winning material, you know? You ruined my masterwork where Pikachu (laughs) electrocutes
4: Mario's balls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like uh, everyone needed to not know Samus and Pikachu were. Going to be best buddies in this, you know, before the game was released. It's Like, come on, man, that's well, not that's not cool. I,
2: I I agree that the emissary was kind of like fanfic, I guess, and bad fanfic at that. So, and uh, I don't know. I liked Brawl though, aside from the Subspace Emissary, which I didn't but, really care about one way or the other. I mean, the
1: There's
0: obvious
2: no, the obvious. Complaint. I, I, I have no idea what that is because I played it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but the reason
0: the reason I agree is because I I played Brawl probably. You know, all of the week before I started getting kind of like stale. I had, I had my buddies who would come over to the house and play at it. And then, you know, but when they weren't here, I couldn't get online. Um, their online connection was bad. You know, once you kind of do subspace emissary and get all the characters, there's not a whole lot else to it. It's, you know, it felt kind of flight. I felt like.
2: Well I'd like uh, to defend your friends because I tried to do the online numerous times in Brawl and every single time there was an ungodly delay between me yeah. pressing buttons <laughs> and anything happening. To, I think to, there's there's whole day,
0: network. No, that's, that's what I'm
2: to this no, day no, it does not we're, work.
0: We're 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 agreeing on that part. I'm saying I'm saying aside from having my friends over at my place to play it, there was nothing else to do. Yeah.
1: See, but, and so, I mean, like, to, to maybe explain my position a little bit, I didn't play Brawl multiplayer too much just because, like, kind of where I was in life at the time as far as, you know, getting married and maybe not having as many friends over and stuff like that. Um, but Melee, uh, I probably played Melee with, with at least two really close friends um, pretty much every weekend for about two years. Like, <laughs> See, I don't just, get that. We would just get together and play Melee. And like I still would would have a great time if I busted that game out and and had two or three people over uh, and, and played it. I think it's one of the best couch kind of competitive games that that you can play. And so and so shame on you for for <laughs> something so beautiful. But I, it, it its upsides as a fighting game to me are just that it has a lot of unlockable characters. There's lots of stuff to do by myself. I'm not. Um it, w- when no one's around I don't feel like I can't play that game. Like I I feel like there's usually something to work towards. Once you get the characters and beat the story mode or whatever there's there's not as much but the,
2: well the draw for me is that um and the reason it doesn't get terribly old very fast for me is because you can change virtually everything about the rules right down to it, whether individual items drop at all and that helps because sometimes you're playing with people who Maybe they feel like they're dying too much to the pokeballs, or oh, and and since this is the podcast
0: that is going to get us our hate mail, melee has the worst oh. gameplay human community oh on the gosh. planet. Now you're just oh. now you're just <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's some bullshit right there because brawl is brawl's mechanics are the worst, like tripping and uh, uh, just like kind of just being a slower game in general. Melee. Maybe I mean, it's funny because like it's got all this tournament stuff, and and it's mostly just things that weren't intended, but like people and that, hacked,
0: and that's, and that's who I'm calling out. And I'm that—that's you, whoever is listening to this. I'm calling you out.
1: See, and I don't we know how to—I don't know how to do any of that shit. Like, I'm—I can't wave dash very good, even though I
0: play that game a lot. I—I I really not supposed to wave dash though. All right. I'm saying that. I'm right. saying that right now. You're not supposed to wave that It's not a fucking mechanic. Get out of there with that <laughs> but
1: shit. But isn't it kind of cool that they took a game where that wasn't even like intentional and, and managed to make it competitive and, it's, and build no, off it's not features? Complete
0: assholes about it.
1: I don't know. I guess I just kind of like the idea of misusing something to make it fun. It's like okay. dildo football. <laughs> That's <laughs> dildo. not what dildos are for, but it's funny when <laughs> it's cool that you made a game
2: with it. I'm definitely not a tournament player. I just play with whatever character i happen to feel comfortable with which like in brawl was just wario so it's like i mean i'm sure he's not the best character stats wise or anything but I got no.
1: see and when when we would play melee we would always turn on uh we left items on uh so already a tournament nightmare and then we would also play with uh super sudden death so everybody's at 300 percent, and then just do like a timed match like a five minute timed match or maybe stock lives sometimes stock lives uh, with just like a really high number because everybody dies so quick, like 12 stock or something like that. But I I had a blast playing that game. Like, I, I think it's a lot of fun. It's really replayable. So shame on you, Mr. Mahoney.
4: Well, yeah,
2: maybe I just, maybe I'm a bastard. I don't know. <laughs> what other overrated <laughs> games can we can we summon to our minds?
4: Yeah, somebody else put themselves out there. Yeah, I
2: mean,
1: let's not beat up on one person. You, you said you had one, Jay. What, was on, what were you thinking of?
0: Did I say I had one? Because I might have several. <laughs> um i could battle them all off and and it's just like no one's ever going to listen to my opinion again maybe uh, maybe you
1: should and then i'll pick the one that upsets me the most right. and tell I mean, you we'll you're have wrong. to go Let with like see. just
0: one anyways uh halo 3 gta4 um mm-hmm. oh this is really fucking overrated oh uh, my god i can't what's this one? Oh, oh, oh! league of legends
1: oh man i can jump on that bandwagon yep me too You'll oh. get no argument from me. <laughs> I hate that game.
4: Which which one was that? Sorry.
1: So it's actually a uh, to give you the the brief history there was a Warcraft 3 mod called Defense of the Ancients.
2: It's uh, like mm-hmm. a, it was a map that. I mean in Warcraft 3 yeah. you could make maps and Oh
4: okay, and, I remember this right. one. Yeah.
2: Or, I didn't you, play it but you I would, you, you would you would control it. two heroes and you you'd level
1: them up and then and then just battle someone else on the opposite side of the map and League of Legends is basically a spin-off of that mode. I don't remember if League of Legends was the original Dota people and they lost the license, or if it was you just know someone who made a good clone. I'm not really sure what happened there.
2: You know what? I gotta say, I, it doesn't really fucking matter. It, it was a Warcraft 3 fucking map. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> made a Warcraft 3 map. I made Warcraft 3 maps all the time in my spare time. The fun part about the Warcraft 3 editor was that there was a, there was a very RPG-maker-like trigger system to it. So you could make different genres of games. Frankly, League of Legends is just... Uh, it's like a standalone game form of playing one Warcraft 3 map, which already <laughs> makes it lame as shit. Oh, but with microtransactions. <laughs> right. So so if you weren't happy with just owning Warcraft 3 and playing unlimited maps, you can play one map forever with microtransactions.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think I think you basically summed up the entire thing for me cuz that's all it is it's just it's just board crap without anything else
1: if you're listening to this and you're furious um i'll just tell you right now that's because you're a league of legends player like you're just <laughs> you're just a furious person by nature um i have a lot of a lot of uh, like in person friends who play this game and i'll watch them play this game and none of them ever look like they're having any fun with <laughs> Okay. They are so mad. Yeah. They're either they're either mad because they're losing, because uh because everyone else is
2: an idiot. Or they're mad because their team isn't listening to them.
1: Right. Or or they're mad or, or they even if they're winning, they're angry. Right. Like That's what um, I'm saying. <laughs> and it I, I've never like some people who I know who are like the most level headed, normal, kind, rational people out there, they just become frothing freaks when they play that game sorry league of legends players Um, and it is the most unfriendly game i have ever played like if you jump in that game uh, you should you should play it michael since you've never heard of it before um and just see what your first game is like because you'll be eaten alive like you you will literally i i I pride myself on usually not being upset by by stuff that people
2: can say to me and i think that game made me feel pretty bad (laughs) i i played with my My friend and a (laughs) a friend of his once. My friend is cool, so he didn't really. There were no orders barked at me. We're we're on the level, Uh, but his friend was a different story. So um, neither me or my friend had ever played it again ever since. But we played around (laughs) once with just the three of us, and uh, man, we had so much fun. I mean, I I love playing a game and only doing what someone is telling me to do. <laughs> it really makes it. It really makes me feel like I'm having fun when I'm just like, Ding, Dingo, what the fuck you doing? What the fuck are you doing down there? Get up here. Why are you over there? You're just supposed to be over there. Get in this lane. Why are you not in that lane? You know that tower is being attacked. Why aren't you defending it? Why well, do you just stand? At, why did you even pick that character? Do you know how to use that class? I'm like. shut shut up we're gonna lose and you're gonna like it (laughs) because that's just how it works sometimes (laughs) and
1: yeah i guarantee you guys i I promise you that in about 20 years there is going to be a massive like epidemic where a huge portion of the population has severe blood pressure problems (laughs) And it's it's because of all the damage being done right now to those people <laughs> playing League of Legends. It's, like it's they're because of, it's they're League doing of physical damage to their bodies. It's League of Legends and Counter Strike doing this to people. <laughs> I have seen some angry Counter Strike players, but I've uh, even then I I feel like at least they still seem to be having a good time. Right. <laughs> but these guys are just there's no fun to be had.
0: I, I I don't think I've ever watched a League of Legends video. I never heard anyone loud. like even call of duty i'll watch a call of duty video and people will laugh and be like oh yeah that was pretty cool i don't think i've ever seen that in league of legends ever
1: go to, go to youtube and type league of legends meltdown
0: <laughs>
3: and i
1: promise you there will be more than one video ready for you
2: somehow this reminds me of that that sirens thing what was that like league of legends sirens or some clan of girls and they're like, oh, oh we're right. girls, but we can not- we can play too. So, and then it turned out they couldn't here's, play. Here's,
0: here's, <laughs> but not only not only that, here's the thing. It was like the Sirens were based on being this all-empowering kind of girl gamer team, right, in League of Legends.
3: Right.
0: My, my friend tried to explain the roles of League of Legends to me, and I didn't understand it at all. But the gist of it was that they're not very good. And, um, you know, especially for the, where they were supposed to be ranked, that they totally suck. But here's the thing about the team. That team only lasted for a week, right? <laughs> so they put up all, all these videos and all this press, and the team lasted for a week. They broke apart, and one of the team members released an announcement, and this supports what you were saying, Jared. She kind of came out and she said, "Yeah, there was too much infighting. You know, our our leader was always mad. You know, she."
2: <laughs> the story she of every fighting. League of Legends guild ever, or clan, <laughs> or whatever. Too much infighting. That's what too the game might infighting. as well be called.
0: Yeah. So, so and it was like, yeah, this thing didn't even last to do anything.
2: Was, Man, fuck League of Legends, and, and and if that makes you angry, then fuck you. Now send email right now because I want to read it and I want to reply to it.
3: So.
2: <laughs> I guess I can tell you my overrated uh, title. Shoot, if you're
1: if you're ready, <sighs> yes. Uh, I would proclaim Mass Effect One. Not the, the series as a whole, I think, isn't very good. Um, but one in particular is is probably because everybody looks back and is like, ah, the golden ages of Bioware back when we had Mass Effect one. <laughs> and I remember playing it and just having a miserable time because the very first thing I did was I rolled a sniper class. I never play sniper, but I was like, yeah, sure. I'll be uh, I can't remember what they're called. They're infiltrators. I want right, to say they infiltrators are. I think, yeah. yeah and i remember just like the the shake that was on the sniper rifle just being so unbearable and unwieldy and i just had a miserable time playing that game and i got about i got through like the first level the first mission and i was like well can't do this and i restarted and picked a different character i think a soldier uh and with him i made it about to the halfway point of the game and if 2 hadn't come out and looked pretty good I never would have gone back and finished one. Like I just had no interest whatsoever. Uh, the inventory management is a is a nightmare. Yeah, to to even call it inventory management is an insult. And, and what really kills it is that their solution was just to take away the inventory as the game went on, and even then they never fixed it. Managing equipment and things like that was always just kind of poorly done in the, in those games. No matter how you look
4: at it, I've um, always heard Bioware described as like a self conscious teenager. <laughs> or if somebody says something bad about something they do, they'll just totally get rid of it. Yeah, sure. I can go along with that. <laughs> they'll, they'll never fix anything. They'll just fucking slice it out of there. And
1: and I, I still, I can put on those Bioware glasses. I can put on the like, ah, the good old days. Like, um, e- even their recent games, like, like Knights of the Old Republic and Jade Empire. I, I think both of those are great games. But they just so botched the combat in Mass Effect.
0: When I played Mass Effect, I, w- I was not big on um, on uh, first person shooters at the time, and you know I was kind of I was kind of in a mood where I was somewhere like I'm going to teach myself first person shooters, which wasn't which I really technically didn't teach myself because Mass Effect and Left 4 Dead and all that kind of stuff, and that didn't count. So I'm not going to teach myself first person shooters, and I was really starred for a good kind of RPG. You know, I, I, had, I had grown up as a fan of Japanese RPGs, and there hadn't been anything good from Japan for a while, which I just want to say, fuck any Final Fantasy after 7, so you can send us hate mail on that as well. I'll send uh, some hate
2: mail on that right now. I'll see you at <laughs> <slam.com. laughs> um, Well, no, you can send me hate mail, because I'll add... Final Fantasy VII to my list of overrated games to talk about in just a minute. (laughs) I'm, I'm really on the outs here because eight is
0: actually one of my favorite Final Fantasies. I, I, I I was really close to picking eight as either my most hated or my most (laughs) overrated. I really was. But for Mass Effect, it was like my first experience with a game that was both kind of Western, a Western RPG and having that kind of interface. So for me, it wasn't the same. For me, I actually ended up really liking Mass Effect. Um and I never got into two. I played the demo of two. I didn't really like what it, where it seemed like the story was going, and I kind of let it slip to the wayside. And then three, I just didn't bother. I feel like I should
1: help you on two. I'm um, maybe just two fronts. Um, yeah. And the first would be that Mass Effect is actually a, a third person cover based shooter, not a not, a, not a first person shooter. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, the, I know. And I know. then my it's next true. point being is if if it is the game that you are going to uh suggests taught you how to play shooters, I would <laughs> conjecture that you are horrible at shooters.
0: Um because... I'm actually really bad at shooters. I am. <laughs> um... Well, now we now we can see why. <laughs> there you <laughs> no, have it. But, but I I I see okay I'm not even remembering the game properly then.
1: Yeah it's um so it's in space. Um and <laughs> <Hot> just, blue <laughs> alien chick. Yeah you can have sex with aliens. Maybe is this ringing a bell?
0: No is not there really. anything
1: else. I'll tell you what, go play uh, The Bureau, <laughs> XCOM Declassified, and that'll pretty much catch you up without having to play Mass Effect. I, just, I don't think it's a bad game, and it's it's one of the most confusing like series uh, that, that I've ever played because there's so many like great things that they do, and then it's just followed up by so many big old turds and like like three is a mess in some ways two is a mess i think two is definitely the best out of the out of the series um but i'm usually on the outskirts on that one i think most people like one more and i just don't get why because i i don't think it's fun to play i think i think it just feels like a mess and like the really tough fights the tough bosses and things like that they feel like an even bigger mess because A lot of the enemies in that game, and maybe it's just because I'm bad at video games, but a lot of the enemies, like, I just had to cheese, you know? (laughs) I'd have to, like, find a corner. I I can't remember her name. There's a um the Matriarch. I remember fighting her, and I basically just had to find, like, a spot where she couldn't hit me
4: and (laughs) and just handle it from there. All right. I'm not going to argue with you about the gameplay because it's just an awful mess. However, I still do have a certain fondness for Mass Effect 1 over the others because it really was a... It was like the most open-ended uh, story. You had the most control over what your character did and how he, you know, how he behaved. Whereas like Mass Effect 2 and 3 kind of more, you know, you were in a more of a box canyon. It was just, you were going to do it anyway. Just it's how how you respond, you know, how you say it. Mass Effect 1, I mean, you could just shoot somebody if you didn't want to do their mission sometimes. It's, a little bit.
1: Some, some people, like if they were on the Citadel, you couldn't do anything to them. Well, yeah, I mean, whereas with a game like Knights of the Old Republic, like you're free to do that. That feels more like that kind of game where you can just kind of do whatever you want. Certainly. That's to say nothing of like Baldur's Gate and and stuff like that. Uh, Like I said, I think those rose tinted glasses exist for a reason. Because they do make good games. I think a lot of what you're talking about, like the choices and the weight behind mm-hmm. them and stuff like that, I feel like all of that is pretty much nullified by the two games that come after it, though.
4: Well, yes, that's that a whole different issue there.
1: And but... so you're like, oh, boy, I got to let the Rachni live. I'm sure that'll be important. And uh... and spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> it, means, it means nothing.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Was uh, Mass Effect 1 with that blue chick... No, no, no. That's that's Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, uh, <laughs> Modern Warfare Three.
1: Jesus. Pretty sure that's Star what Breath you're thinking Ghost. of. All right. Well, I'm sure Jason has been saving one to just make me furious. What do you What do you got, sure. buddy? Okay. Well,
2: I, I can rapid fire him off. Whatever makes you most furious, we'll go with. Okay. Let's 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 roll. Okay. As I sort of alluded to just a couple minutes ago, I think Final Fantasy Seven's is pretty fucking overrated. Just in general. Agreed. I could I could go with you there just because
1: eight's so good. Mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Wait, which one? Which one was it? Seven. That's the one with. Uh, that's, that's the one with with Taifa. Is that the uh, one with the blue chick? Yeah. Uh, well, she's kind of yeah. blue. She, she wears a blue shirt, bluish gray. All right.
0: All right. See, I, I. You know what? No, go ahead and go, okay. go ahead and explain uh, yourself.
2: Here's the thing: we can't play. <laughs> We couldn't be able, we wouldn't be able to talk about Final Fantasy VII too long, anyways, because I was so fucking bored that I just quit after like an hour. So we would have nothing to discuss, anyways. <laughs>
1: See, that's, that's a little disappointing, though, because that game is uh, both seven and six, both have parts about midway through the game where they just completely like turn on their head. Six, of course, being when the world is destroyed. And then, by the way, spoiling these. And then, because really? Um, and then seven being when you leave, uh, is it Midgar? Midgar. Mid- Midgar. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since I played, but both of those are kind of like huge turns in the game. I don't think that if you if you didn't like the game up until that point, I don't think that those are times that are going to convince you uh, otherwise. But they're they're both kind of cool moments where the entire time that you've played seven, you feel like it's encapsulated in this little you know tiny city, and then you bust out and see just like the whole scope of the world map, see, and it's pretty cool.
0: And I thought that was pretty cool because when I was playing Final Fantasy VII, um I had a little bit of first-person shooter, exploring something to that point, so I I kind of knew what was going on with those types of games, how you would explore the world and you know get an airship and all that kind of stuff. So the fact you were stuck in this city for the whole thing, I I actually I honestly thought the city would be the whole game. I'm like, oh, this is new and different and pretty cool. So
1: I will say one thing uh, against Final Fantasy VII, which is I think it has. Uh, one of the most uninteresting protagonists ever in the form of Cloud.
0: And, and you liked Eight.
1: And what... Oh, Squall is way more interesting than Cloud. Squall he is actually way
0: has more a, interesting than Cloud. No. Yeah, I absolutely no. think that. His sword has a gun. Um, I
2: totally think that. <laughs> if, if if only spiky hairs were personality, then we wouldn't have to have this discussion because all the Final, Final Fantasy characters would be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what else do you have? Okay. Then? Yes, let me give you another opportunity to be mad at me. Let's see what else we can dig up. I, if I had reviewed Halo 1 <clears throat> back in the day, even back in the day, like it, let's say it's fresh, it is day one of Halo, I probably would have given it like a 5 out of 10. <laughs> and and what made it worse for me as time went on is people kept talking about how this was so new and interesting and it was heralding heralding in some new... Era of first-person shooters, and I'm like, sure, okay. If if you've never played Unreal Tournament,
1: well, right, the right. Pro- the problem here is that because you primarily identify
2: as a as a PC gamer, right? But why should that be? Why should that be the thing? Like, why 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 do my games not have to like be acknowledged as existing?
1: Well, but be, because of Halo, like we can play first-person shooters on a console without without being miserable. Like the the dual analog controls, and, and I know that some other games have come close, but like that game. Literally perfected, or at least it made it as good as it's going to get to play a, a shooter on a console. Regardless of whether or not you like doing that, um, I think you have to at least acknowledge that it's only possible because of—I mean, because of that game. Someone else I, might have done it later, but that game really like nailed it and locked it in.
0: I, th- I think. I think what we're not acknowledging here is what Redneck Rampage did for shooters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I just think if you played Halo on. On the PC, like that's fine, but most of that game's achievements aren't really story based or like or or even world building based. They're they're mostly control based, and and, like that's why when it comes out every every time it comes out, it always has a really light, short single player and a really heavy, in depth multiplayer. And I mean, I actually like the Halo single players for the most part. They're they're fun. Um, one thing that I love about that series is that it's always been co-op from from day one. You can always play through the whole campaign co-op, and I feel like that's something that's really gone the wayside. I, well,
2: the thing is, I feel like <clears throat> I don't think uh, I don't think the Xbox controller was invented with Halo in mind, is what I'm saying. So, if it wouldn't have mattered, somebody was going to make a first-person shooter that uses two sticks. It, sure,
1: but I mean, somebody would have made a platformer that worked on the NES as well, but we still would acknowledge Mario Brothers as being, you know, kind of the, the pioneer in that regard. Yeah, but... Super Mario Brothers, not
2: regular. I think a lot of what people give to Halo is like, oh, the multiplayer was so amazing. Well, why? Cause you, well, because you could use vehicles and stuff. Well, you could do that in Unreal Tournament like years ago. And And every single time somebody says like, this is really new and interesting about this Halo installment, I'm like, yeah, but it's like five years behind what something else is doing elsewhere. So I I don't know. I feel like maybe there's like a, uh, a constituent of, of, of gamers who sort of maybe the Xbox was like their first big foray into gaming. And they saw that as being the first big thing because maybe they didn't have a very big library before that. And so that impressed them and, and it keeps impressing them. Whereas if you if you really go out of your way to just play everything then that's not going to be impressive to you at all anymore
3: i
1: mean there there are a big subset i think of of gamers who don't have pcs don't don't play games on pcs and i feel like that's who's probably <laughs> most impressed
0: by that series I, I i think i also kind of get it because it was very much i don't know if i can agree that halo necessarily revolutionized everything it's like Grant the Dottle three, you know, Grant the Dottle three. That was revolutionizing Super Mario Brothers for Super Mario sixty four. That was revolutionizing. Halo always felt more to me like it was the right place in the right time.
1: I mean, I mean, it kind was of, a
0: little a series, bit, you know. Yeah. But like you so, can,
1: you can chart like a a console first person shooter. Like you can, you can chart the evolution. Uh, and it pretty much goes GoldenEye 007 on on Nintendo 64, which God help you if that was the next one on your list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually really like GoldenEye, but go- go- so GoldenEye of course. Um, and then I think Halo being the next kind of evolution, and I think kind of the last evolution and the the game that we haven't really moved up, moved past at this point was Mass- the. <laughs> it would actually probably be uh, Call of Duty Four, um, right. which which was if you're. Following along, usually the the last Call of Duty that people really all agreed was pretty
2: good. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't have three solid games. I I, I keep thinking of more as we go. So I think. Oh God. I, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> do you, do you, just spit out a couple more and let's see what. Okay. Yeah, just well, add them all. How about you're really cooking? Okay. How about I've never played a good Bioware game ever.
1: Yeah, but I kind of <laughs> tackled
2: that with Mass Effect. I, I think they they. They really abuse the living hell out of the Dungeons and Dragons system, which I think is a good system if you're playing a pen and paper RPG. But well, I think for video games, it kind of sucks.
3: For, for a guy Wait, like what? Me.
2: How, how do you mean that? Um. Okay, so the first time I picked up Neverwinter Nights, for instance, mm-hmm. I I understood to some degree the Dungeons and Dragons rule set, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't feel like the rule set is suitable for. Uh, video games because in a way video games are much more limiting than playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, in in the sense that if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons you can literally just invent something off the top of your head that you want to do and then the dungeon master decides whether or not you're allowed to do that thing Mm -hmm. Uh, whereas Neverwinter Nights sort of funneled you into a story a very specific story and uh, then you have like just the weird terminology Uh, I understood the terminology but I know a lot of people i knew didn't understand it at all at the time like like what the fuck's a a saving throw and what's it yeah (laughs) what what is all this stuff and it (laughs) seemed like unnecessary like uh they could have probably just maybe taken the same mechanics and twisted them around to fit the game better but i think bioware does that a lot where they they just straight up take the uh dungeons and dragons rule set and i just don't think it translates well see I, I do
0: I do have to agree with one thing. Um Neverwinter Nights was what originally turned me off to Western RPGs. But what brought me back into it was uh Mass Effect and Dra- and uh Dragon Age Origins. So those two games brought me back into it. But then <laughs> <laughs> I was <gonna> BioWare, say. <laughs> but then Bioware released the sequels to these games and those were right. like <laughs> that was like groan inducing I'm like this is this is
2: bad <laughs> I, I was into dragon age for a while uh the only thing i didn't like about that was you have morgan with you of, of course and any time you even if you agree to do something that you have to do because it's part of the main storyline she's like why the fuck are you doing that morgan disapproves it's like well what how am i going to get her to approve i have to go through the story but she doesn't want me she wants me to quit she she actually would only be happy if you quit playing the game it's really i
1: I remember pleasing her by doing some things that made me feel like really dirty
4: (laughs) that didn't that didn't come out right but no really it did i mean you know (laughs) forsaken demon child and what have you
1: i i have to say that i'm pretty sure your your like little pc master race card has to be revoked for (laughs) for speaking any ill of Baldur's gate um because um, aside from fallout i can't think of a better pc
2: based rpg Baldur's gate was okay that's right so there you go <laughs> yeah i forgot i forgot that was that was bioware right yeah it was okay well then i guess they have one one bright spot on their card so see <laughs> there you go okay Good so time uh time. do we want to talk about um why i don't like perfect dark then
3: well, oh oh God. my God! I, I'm
2: what just are... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it was I, I could sense that you were going to explode if I said that. I Wait, yeah. which one? Dark. Uh, yeah, N64. There's,
3: there's an oh. obvious.
1: There's not well, this perfect dark that you can hate. I've got to say, Perfect Dark
4: 64 <laughs> did piss me off a lot. Why? What was wrong with it?
1: <sighs> it was fine.
4: because right. I'm, I'm a kid and I bought an N64 and it t- cost all my money. And, like, there's Goldeneye, and then there's, like, no games that are good that come out on 64 ever again. And then Perfect Dark comes along, and everyone's like, oh, it's fantastic. So I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, over the years, I've saved up enough to buy another game. And then I buy it, and then you also have to buy that stupid fucking RAM expansion expansion pack. pack. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't have the money for that. Yeah. This game is unplayable. We
1: should have gotten Donkey Kong 64. Because I think, is that the one that comes with it?
2: Um, there was one game probably. that came with the expansion pack I, I think, I, think I got my expansion pack With like Gauntlet 64 or something Which is also one of the worst N64 games I'd ever played
1: <laughs> I um I mean fair enough I guess But I think that you've made a, a gross Mistake by saying there's no other good N64 games Well uh, I mean there was
4: Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero
1: but um,
2: <laughs> Oh my god Fuck <laughs> Bumble Motherfuckers Fuck Bumble <laughs> Buck fucking Bumble. I always saw that on game lists, and I thought, I probably wouldn't want to play that. Go play that shit. It's great. I like Jet Force Gemini.
1: Yeah, Jet Force Gemini is a great game, too.
2: Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Diddy Kong Racing got horrible reviews. I looked back, and I was like, wait, wait, what?
4: It might even be better than Mario Kart. Actually, that's that's another one from my overrated list, Mario Kart. Uh...
2: I don't feel strongly about Mario Kart, so I'm okay with you saying that, I guess. Okay. thanks
4: (laughs) thanks <laughs> but no I, there were some good titles for the 64 it's just they were shadows so of the empire far between yeah that was pretty classic yeah
1: i can keep going this is easy like yeah
4: it's easy to
2: think of good
0: we're PC probably gonna be games. here all night if you keep going yeah So, right.
1: <laughs> well there's only it doesn't the one thing that you could say about the nintendo 64 is that it really doesn't have that many titles like we're already almost yeah. out of, of snowboard kids
2: snowboard kids was <laughs> yeah. pretty good it
1: was okay they were, they were kids and they snowboarded. It was about as good as it was better than 1080 snowboarding, I'd say. I even some of the bad games I liked, like Body Harvest. I always thought that was a pretty fun game. It was kind of like Grand Theft Auto except with giant bugs.
2: <clears throat> I once rented it... uh, Blast Core, and uh, that was a game. Yeah, that was a game too. <laughs>
1: All right, well, do you do you have any others that stick in your mind, or are we are you no, satiated? No.
2: I, I think it's about time we wrap up.
1: Actually, we, we've been at each okay. other's throats for a pretty long time now. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers.
2: Yeah, God damn. We're, we're overstaying our welcome at this point. So
1: I like how I like how pretty much there was somebody to step up and defend almost every game except League of Legends. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Good. to so be fair, I never played it. I pretty, may love it.
1: Okay, well go go play it and get called some horrible names and <laughs> yeah, uh, come Matt. come back next week and report because it's free to it's free to play. Yeah, go so. play with the
2: worst community ever made and <laughs> no like harm, no
0: foul. The second worst melee. Uh, well, oh uh, whatever. <laughs> no, Just no. go. No, I League go of away. Legends is the How worst. You. Honestly, you guys are the worst. Right.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, guys. Please don't. <laughs> please don't come to our site anymore. So the next time we put some,
1: <laughs> the next time we put some ads on Reddit, it shouldn't be in the League of Legends subreddit, is what you're telling me. Or, or it should. Yeah, maybe it re- should. They'll really get fired up. How
4: <laughs> <No> bad? traffic.
1: <laughs> there we go. Some inflammatory articles to get some traffic. We're burning hey, those bridges. You know, speaking of traffic. Let me just take a minute to say that if you, uh, if you found this podcast because you were you know, just driving down the street and you saw it uh, spray-painted up against an overpass, just the address to the, to the MP3, um, and you'd like to hear more about uh, like video games and, and uh, you know, things that we think and stuff like that, you should check out our full website, which is enemyslime.com. And uh, when you're done looking at that for a little while unzip your pants and get ready because we're on twitter and we're on facebook too both of which are titled the enemy slime you should go like and follow us and and then i think you'll feel better
2: why do you need to unzip your pants to go to twitter (laughs) i just figure while you're there you're probably gonna see some sexy stuff (laughs) okay well then gentlemen we're out then all right right.
3: farewell